0: Highly enthused, a shortcut to things worth consuming, presented by two women named Sophie who spend too long on the internet. I'm Sophie Roberts. And I'm Sophie McComas.
1: Let's go. Week, whatever it is. (laughs) Week something of month something of season five. As I say at work, halfway through quarter two. (laughs) Shocking stuff. How are you this week? I'm good. I am heading back to work in 10 days. Oh my God. By the time this airs, it'll be five days. (laughs) Oh God. How are you feeling? Yeah, I'm feeling good. At the moment, I'm up to my eyeballs in baby puree, um, Puree which is a fun time. baby? Or (laughs) pureed In pureed baby. baby. (laughs) Pureed broccoli. Yeah. Pureed beetroot. Um, But I ate dinner at fancy restaurants twice this week. That's like a new mum record, I think. It's very foreign to me at the moment, but very fun. So I woke up this morning after two nights in a row and I was like, I can't, I can't open my eyes. Can't, they just won't open. <laughs> and they must be open because I have a small tiny small baby. baby. But no, it was super, super fun and loving this time of year. I'm just like out and about at like 4 4.30, 35 and the sunsets are so nice, and yeah. the leaves and the really nice. It's very crisp, at but crisp and fresh. It's porridge season. <laughs> my least favorite season. <laughs> Shout out to my friend Jen, who, I, who bug and hates porridge. And Jen and I have that in common. <laughs> I love porridge, and every time I post it, she is like, ew. <laughs> <laughs> like a consistency. <laughs> no encouragement. How are you? Um, well,
0: I'm also. Uh, about to start a new job adventure so it was my last day at my current job today and then the day after you go back to work I'm starting a brand new job which is pretty exciting (laughs) yay um so that's good and I'm heading down to Melbourne this weekend for the first time since 2019 so it's been two years which is just I'm just so excited to see people and eat everything will you come back bearing tip gifts Um, I may come back bearing tip gifts, whatever that means, or just tips,
1: gifts of the tip
0: kind, gifts of the tip kind, my favorite kind of gift, Um, yeah, so I've been, you know, Melbourne, I've also been still heading out on the occasional date. Hinge has not crushed my spirit completely yet. Thank God. So I'm accumulating a lot of great dinner party fodder, which actually brings us to the next issue of our paid newsletter. It's a dinner party salon newsletter. <laughs> you know, just here to bring all the grass. Well, what it's going to be is actually all my tips and tricks and ideas for coping with the wild world of dating. It's a seduction guide. It, look, yeah, it will definitely. <laughs> There will be a seduction guide in there, guys. I know my shit. Sorry, mom. So it's going to be a little bit of a mixed bag. I'm going to have a bit of a getting ready guide. So like beauty products, maybe a playlist to get you in the mood, some cute outfit ideas, maybe some date itineraries. So some places in Sydney I rate. Mm. Guys, I plan a great date. Mm-hmm. I can't lie. It's where my all my skill sets combine. <laughs> so I've got ideas, ones that are tried and tested, including the best places to make out with your date if you you know if it goes well. Alleyways, which alleyways <laughs> You have to pay for that recommendation. So <laughs> I'm not giving that away for free. Um then also like menu suggestions if you've invited someone over and I've also got a couple of reading recommendations for if you get discouraged or depressed, some things to like, you know, Back you up in thinking dating's terrible, or maybe shift your perspective, or maybe believe, make you believe in love again. So just a few little books and articles and things to to tide you over and make it seem slightly less depressing. It sounds so fun. And if you're lucky, and if I'm feeling generous at the time, I might even share some screenshots <laughs> and some of my juicier and I don't know if they're funny or humiliating, but they're good <laughs> of dating stories. <laughs>
1: You really want to read
0: those? It, look, it's basically like getting added to my close friends on Instagram, which is a wild time. <laughs>
1: so you want to you get access to this. We wanted to just do a quick refresher on how it works to be part of our brand new subscriber base. Yep. <laughs> so you probably know already because we mentioned it a lot. We send a free newsletter to everyone signed up every second Friday. And that has links to everything mentioned in that week's episode. So anything we talk about, will have a hot link right there waiting for you in your inbox. However for the low, low, extremely approachable price of $5 a month. I mean, can you believe it? So much value, so little money. (laughs) We're also sending out an extra newsletter filled with all the juicy stuff. This incredible juicy guide by Miss Soro over here is coming up in June. Every month it's on a new theme. You know, there's just loads in there. And even if you're a free subscriber at the moment, you can upgrade. Like that's that's all good. (laughs) Please feel free to upgrade yourself. Um, You can buy a yearly subscription, which essentially gets you two months free. Yeah. And it's all at highlyenthused.substack.com.
0: And look... I'm also open to answering any dating questions you might have, so please feel free to send them through to our email address, highlyenthused at gmail.com, and then I'll have an agony art column, or you can just ask me for details, you know, and I can share
1: them with you. because <laughs> yeah, I actually fully forgot about that part in the newsletter I sent in May, so it'd be really good to start on that, this one. Yeah. Nice. I can't wait.
0: Okay, well, shall we dive into our food recommendations? Mm-hmm. What have you got?
1: Okay, so like I mentioned last episode, went on a little family holiday to guess where? Byron with the rest of the world. (laughs) Well, not the world, the rest of the state. All of Hollywood is there. (laughs) True. Somehow everyone from LA has managed to get over here. Um, Yeah, went to Byron Bay. It was great. It was really relaxing. We ate very well. I got a babysitter for the first time that was not part of my family, which was really great and fun. And we went to a restaurant, which I really wanted to talk about. I went to a lot, but this one was a standout because it was, I thought it was pretty unique and I had never heard about it before um, this trip. So it's in the industrial estate, which if you don't know Byron too well, is about 15 minutes out of town, where there's traditionally lots of commercial warehouses and things like that. And now it's full of all the best stuff, little restaurants, excellent, like, Fashion shops and homewares. There's a beautiful spa there Ooh. called Coma, which is very luxe. And this restaurant is called Cuisina. Mm-hmm. And it was like a holiday. Like a holiday on a your holiday. holiday. On your holiday. <laughs> <laughs> you sort of wander down this dark road. It's really, there's not a lights. It's like very dark.
0: Emphasis <laughs> on the dark.
1: <laughs> and you can see these glinting lights in the distance. And you round the corner and walk into an all outdoor Greek taverna oh, like magic. paradise there's beautiful festoon lights everywhere there's lots of like big thick canopy of trees um blue and white checkered tablecloths uh there's a guy on the charcoal grill in the corner oh, plumes of smoke everywhere uh there it's BYO, which is like unheard of like the perfect restaurant yeah it seriously is it's so good so it's 50 a head and it's a set menu it's just like plonk down in front of you it's not fancy
0: true greek style but that's like what you want
1: exactly you want dips you want pita spanakopita this moussaka that had the most like marshmallow like cloud of bechamel on top Mm. of it it was like jiggly (laughs) in the best kind of way (laughs) you know chocolate grilled chicken or vegetables chips greek rice pudding another thing that my friend jen really hates along with porridge weirdly i'm on board with the rice pudding it's just the porridge i love rice pudding so much um so good it was so much fun and you can go I for love, lunch long sunday lunch i love greek food I feel like there should be more of it i love it too yeah i could just subsist forever on dip i think <laughs> it's like my perfect cuisine dip and bitter i just need a t-shirt that says dip lover <laughs> we should make that maybe that's our next merch run so yeah that's Cuisina in byron bay in the industrial estate very very good byo 50 a head what round up one. crowd
0: that mm. sounds maybe i'll go to byron with everyone else
1: we'll go to melbourne first and <laughs> but, then go okay to byron. fine yeah what about you what have you been eating
0: all right i have discovered my new favorite condiment slash sauce slash delicious thing to eat straight from the jar it's also dip like actually so you'll (laughs) love it so this is salsa matcha great name so it's a mexican condiment and i discovered it on this this instagram account called salad for president it's this recipe writer she has a really great book that i've been eyeing off for ages as well but this was just a little post on her instagram i was like bored and browsing my saved recipes and i saw this and i remembered that my mum and dad had been to this like spice shop and bought a whole bunch of um mexican chilies like different types of chilies and i just had them for ages and didn't have anything to do with them and then i saw this recipe and i was like oh maybe i could just make those i don't know what else i'm doing for dinner So it's a really, really simple process. It sounds a little bit complex, but it literally took me about five minutes or or maybe ten to get it all together. Mm -hmm. So you take different Mexican chilies. So I used an arbol in New Mexico, and I think it was two chipotle. So I made about a half batch. She recommends using six to eight chilies, and I just used four. And you take out the seeds, and then you toast them in a hot skillet until they kind of puff up and get a bit charred and kind of smoky. And then you just rip them apart when they're cool enough and throw them into a I used a blender. I have a NutriBullet. They say a food processor. I think it doesn't really matter. You could probably use a mortar and pestle if you're feeling rustic. Um, I'm feeling <laughs> rustic today. <laughs> sometimes sometimes it's what you want. So then you also char like half a red onion or I used an shallot, like um, just cut in half through the root char that until it gets kind of blackened and a couple of garlic cloves in the same pan. Wait till they're kind of a little bit soft blackened on all sides and then throw them into the blender. And then you also add in um, about half a cup of roasted salted peanuts. And her hot tip and her like twist on the recipe is she said to get those dried shrimp you can get at mm. Asian grocery stores, fry them up in a little bit of oil, just like a couple of them, and then throw it in. I didn't have those, but I had some shrimp paste, so I just took a tiny amount. It's so potent, the shrimp paste. You don't want much. I just wanted a little bit of that kind of funky umami flavor. You could probably throw a bit of fish sauce in if you didn't have the shrimp paste. Just anything that's got that real like rich, pungent um, umami flavor you throw that all in and you just pulse it really briefly because you want it to stay coarse and chunky and i think i might have overworked it a little bit but honestly it doesn't matter it's so delicious um and then topped it up with avocado oil so you want a kind of mm. high quality um oil for this you probably don't want an olive oil because it might be too fruity mm-hmm. which is something quite neutral light and then they recommend using it for all sorts of things i ate many spoonfuls just I was like I should test this for seasoning and then I was like I've just eaten half of it it sounds like that peanut rayu. it's like Mexican spicy Mexican peanut butter yeah it's so delicious so the chilies I used weren't particularly hot and I think next time I'd probably keep some of the seeds in because I did want a little bit more of that Mm. spice but it's super adaptable you can leave the the shrimp paste out if you want it to be vegan vegetarian you can up the amount of chilies I've seen people add sesame seeds and as well some people dollop a bit of vinegar in if they want to give it a kick. I used it to make sweet potato tacos, so just roasted some sweet potatoes, did all the classic kind of toppings. Just a big smear of that on the base and then piled everything on top of the tortilla. You can dollop it on eggs, you could have it with avocado toast, you could you could you could probably mix it through noodles and mm. put like tofu on top. It is insane and it keeps in your fridge if you just have enough oil sitting across it keeps in the fridge for a while i mean you won't have it for long because i ate a lot of it <laughs> Just i'd come home and be like i'm kind of peckish but i've already had dinner i'm like i'll just have a spoon of the salsa matcha <laughs> it was so delicious that sounds awesome yeah so that is salsa matcha there's heaps of recipes if you google you'll probably find a million but i used the ratio on and technique on the salad for president instagram account which we will link to.
1: That looks awesome.
0: I've never heard of that account. It's so good. I can highly recommend the account generally. She has lots of really great, clever, vegetarian Mm -hmm. recipes and ideas and just like really smart techniques and little like condiments and stuff that just take something that could be quite plain and just like zhuzh it up
1: to be delicious. Nice. What have you watched or read or listened to this week? So I have dived back into a show that, I have always known to be awesome. It's one of those shows that like people talk about. I'm so excited for you. But I never saw... Secret Life of Us. Oh
0: my god, it's the best! It's so good. I watched in my old
1: share house, and we got hooked on it. Yeah, I've never, I just never saw it, and there we're it waiting. is, right, waiting for me on Amazon Prime. I think it's because we were a little bit too young when it first came out. Yeah, like my parents were like, "This is not appropriate for you." Exactly, it came out in early two thousands, and it is like peak early two thousands. It's so amazing. So it was from 2001 to 2005. Yeah. And it's smack bang in that butterfly clip, red streaked hair, tiny sunny stage, mm. which is like very back in right now. Yes. <laughs> Watch it for your genzids. Hello, Gen Z. Z. It's Claudia Carvin, just resplendent. Deborah Mailman is totally luscious in it. Joel Edgerton? isn't it and he's a baby in it like he's so he's so young baby faced can't get over it so if you haven't seen it it's a tv drama that follows a group of mates in their 20s who live in a block of flats with a very epic rooftop terrace i'm so jealous of that rooftop terrace (laughs) in st kilda in melbourne and they sleep with each other they party they have like those tempestuous friendships Mm -hmm. that only exist in your 20s that like tend to implode (laughs) Um, some of them have jobs, some of them don't. They kind of like wrestle constantly with all the existential stuff that you do at that time of your life. It's so pre-hipster, it's mm. insane. Like it's because it's the last of the 90s. Yeah. It's like that Gen X, like yeah. last gasp before the millennials came in. <laughs> it's a bit like dorky in the in a really sweet way. Obviously pre-iPhone and dating apps, and it's just like zero. Pretension, like, zero craft beer. They're drinking, like, long necks of crownies and VB. There's no, like, nice food in it. Like, it's not. It's just, like, missing all the stuff that today's TV has in it which is actually really refreshing. The soundtrack is so good, like, and so of its time. I'm, I'll link to it in the newsletter. It's like Killing Heidi, Paul Kelly, The Vines. I feel like they really push the music in it as well. Yeah. And and listen, watching it now, it just, like, stuns you a bit because you're like, why are they trying to be so 90s? Like, Why are they trying to be so early 2000s? obviously they are because that's when it was made <laughs> um i mean if you're not
0: australian it might be a show you've never heard of but it's a classic like it's one of those shows that has been really strong in the cultural psyche like I it's like the australian friends it, yeah basically but better. but better sexier more real yeah. more real guys i also love that a lot they apart from claudia carvin and deborah mailman being like the most beautiful women alive They're all kind of just like normal people. Yeah. They're not like total, like in the way that Australian TV is often like, you're all fine, like a good looking person on the street, but not like movie star hot, even though obviously Joel Edgerton became Joel Edgerton.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, you're right. And it's, I think it's just like one of those nice like ambient TV shows that you can just plod through when you just don't feel like watching The Handmaid's Tale (laughs) or something like that, where you're like really into it. It's just like nice to just drop in on. See what your friends are up to. See what yeah. your mates are up to. <laughs> Remind us about your own 20s. <laughs> what drama is going on in the St Kilda flat this week? <laughs> yeah, really recommend it. I'm loving it. It's soapy and funny and silly. Not too dramatic. Just the right amount of drama. Yeah, It's Secret Life of Us. And it's actually on Ten Play as well if you're oh, on Amazon Prime. I yeah, think you I'm can actually right. watch it a lot of places. <laughs> um, just everywhere. Get into probably it. Probably have a box set sitting up the back of your mum's like wardrobe somewhere dig that out what about you what have you been watching um it's a slight tonal
0: shift from secret life of us uh and i also realized that last episode i talked about a tv show that it was about therapy and now i'm about to try to convince you all to read a 464 page book about trauma i think you should (laughs) switch careers and become a therapist (laughs) into it but the Hexted is intimidating (laughs) but like you know what I had a breakup this year and I've done a real deep dive into the human mind Mm -hmm. and coping with trauma so the book I'm referring to is The Body Keeps the Score which is by a psychiatrist and researcher and academic and author named Bessel van der Kolk so I read this book back on the Easter long weekend for a nice nice little refresher for my four four days off and I literally devoured it in three days mm. like couldn't put it down. Bessel van der Kolk is a renowned trauma expert. He started his career working with war veterans particularly Vietnam war veterans back in the 70s which he kind of talks through that experience that was just so little understanding of the impact of war and and that kind of trauma uh, and what it had on you know the minds and bodies and experiences of the veterans and also their families when they came back and they were super traumatized he talks about the history of how shell shock was kind of this thing that they understood from world war one and world war two but then there was like almost like a push to just like not talk about The impact of it because they were so like just trying to get everyone back it's fine the war's over we can move on now and the impacts of all these men coming back severely traumatized and not having any way to sort of process that so it's like fascinating just from a historical perspective to understand how this is sort of maybe shaped the 20th century a lot of men walking around with unprocessed trauma making policy decisions but it came out in 2014 It was actually a New York Times bestseller and I'd heard about it for ages and just sort of had it on my list to pick up and then I found it at the library. And honestly, I've been reading a lot of nonfiction lately and his writing is so like brilliant. And it's very like, it's dense stuff. He literally teaches you how the brain functions, like the biology and the chemistry of how the brain works because he sort of needs to give you that foundation to then go on and explain all of these complex things about how the mind and the brain interact but it's so clear like it's very digestible and understandable you sort of go oh yeah okay that makes sense that makes sense which to be able to take something that complex and Mm -hmm. turn it into writing that just a random person can pick up and be like oh yeah I get it is incredible it's like a trick like it looks so easy but it would be so hard to do but then he does this amazing deep dive into like how our minds and our bodies are so connected and this kind of false dichotomy we have in our heads about our brain this physical thing and our mind this sort of concept in a way and it's I don't know it's hard to explain. It's very dense, as I said. It's impossible to summarize in five minutes of chat, but i went out and bought a copy when i returned it to the library because i really wanted to have my own and i went to a birthday drinks for my friend i'm so sorry demo and spent the whole time being like oh my god guys this book did you know that they can literally trace high rates of autoimmune disorders to incidents of it experiencing like traumatic sexual assault in childhood and oh my god did you know that they can like treat trauma by doing that And everyone's like can you have another drink please the group
1: just like slowly thins out <laughs> around you <laughs> i was like i felt like i'd been converted into to a cult I was like have you heard
0: the good news about the body keeps the score thrusting it into people's hands yeah so I no, that sounds interesting I'm really fun at parties That's <laughs> great on dates as you can probably imagine
1: <laughs> I, I can uh, attest you are fun at parties thank you even when I'm talking about uh
0: trauma books but look if I think on reflection the reason why I'm recommending this was a pretty fucking intense year for a lot of people and you know we were very sheltered from it here in terms of the actual grief and loss of people but there's you know any of our listeners in the UK or in the US a lot of people have kind of gone through some pretty tough things in the last year and we often don't have a really good narrative about understanding the impact of that so if it's something that you're interested in or you think is important to understand more of it was a really illuminating book to sort of spend some time with so get yourself a copy become a weirdo like me at parties (laughs)
1: well okay buy or do what have you done or bought well i yeah i guess it is kind of i mean Buying something is always doing something, isn't it? We have this conversation every week. (laughs) So I got a new piece of jewellery recently by the Sydney-based designer Sarah and Sebastian, who are also in Melbourne and online and everything. It's this great service which they call the tattooing of jewellery called Soldered. So you get a strand of very, very fine yellow or white gold chain custom fitted to your wrist. And so they kind of wrap it around your wrist. They put a little, um, like guard, like a leather guard between your skin and the, the chain, and then they solder it on. Like they weld it together. So it's totally claspless. And you can't take it off once you have got it on. I mean, you can cut it off, or you can like yank it and break it if you just get really claustrophobic. Which a few friends have been like, "Don't, do you just get the feeling that you just want it off?" I'm like, no, oh. I don't. I love it. Oh so fine, like it's the f- kind of finest chain that you could get, and so you ha- you don't even feel it. You can get little charms attached, like with little tiny letters or little little tiny diamonds added <laughs> if you like. But yeah, it's really subtle. It's not this big chunky thing. And because it it's soldered on, it's actually pretty kind of robust when you tug it. Like you, I don't feel like it's gonna break. However, my son is very pinchy at the moment.
0: <laughs> <It's> <laughs> so I've got a handful of my
1: double chin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I feel like I don't know, maybe the clock's ticking. But they say if you if you really take care of it, it could last on your wrist for a year. And I've had it for six months, so it's still going strong. And if it does break, which is probably inevitable. They'll just resolder it back on for like 30 bucks. Oh, that's it's not too cool. bad. Yeah, I feel like that's fine. If you get that done like once a year, yeah. that's all good. It's a really cool service. So I, I got mine done at the Mecca flagship in the city in Sydney, but they don't do them there anymore. They now have the Sarah and Sebastian piercing studio there, which oh, cool. is very cool. But they do them at the Mossman store and the Armadale store in Melbourne. And it's just, yeah, it's a really beautiful, subtle piece of jewelry. The process is cool. Like you make an appointment and it's interesting to watch it get soldered on. And yeah, it's just like a nice little gift to mark an occasion or splash out and buy yourself something sparkly. Anyway, that is soldered bracelets at Sarah and Sebastian. Make an appointment online, babes. All right. What about you? Another episode, another outlet store recommendation. <laughs> Loving
0: it. Loving all these outlets. We love luxury on a budget, guys. That is our MO. So... I am a big fan of the Jack and Jack outlet on Reservoir Street in Surrey Hills. Mm. Probably only drop in like a couple of times a year because I mean it's still not cheap cheap it is a very like high-end sort of luxury basics brand and it's not normally in my budget like full price because it is very luxe for lovely shirts and jumpers and sort of classic pieces. But the outlet store is 100% my jam. I think particularly because it's one of those brands that's not trendy. Yeah, very classic. Classic sort of cuts and shapes. Like they update them season by season, but usually it's just a color palette shift, maybe a bright pink or a teal or a chocolate brown that they bring in. But... It's the sort of thing that you can wear for seasons and seasons and seasons. Mm-hmm. So, and they're just way cheaper at the outlet store. Like how
1: much cheaper?
0: Like 60% off, 70% off. And like... do they have like faults or they're just like no. past season? It's just like past season. Mm. Um, I think they, they often have samples, so they'll have sample pieces, but they'll label them as sample pieces and they'll have, you know, various prices and they probably don't really have a full size range of those ones. But, you know, I went in a few years, when I went in the first time a few years ago, I just bought like a really lovely, very light cotton shirt in this candy pink color that i wear to the beach all the time because it's just really light and that was like 60 dollars instead of i think 350 so like significantly cheaper yeah and then the most recent purchase i had was this beautiful 100 merino like really sheer long sleeved close fitting top And mm. I mean it's kind of sheer creamy then it's very very lovely very nice very fine wool i mean i think that was 140 but marked down from 300 Amazing. So, like, you're getting 50% off. And for, like, very high-quality fabrics and manufacture, like, they last for, for years and years. And it's good that I bought that top because – I'm going to Melbourne it's going to be freezing and I have a Sydney wardrobe with like <laughs> one Uniqlo heat tech shirt and this one merino <laughs> top so and my Arnstoff turtleneck from last year that's my three winter appropriate tops it's okay you'll be in a cocktail jacket the whole time yes <laughs> <laughs> the natural wine coat <laughs> so that is the Jack and Jack outlet store in Surrey Hills it's on Reservoir Street and then you can go to and you can go to like single origin and get a coffee after it's like the perfect little afternoon shopping adventure
1: love it okay it's time for the first, first five I think
0: that was beautiful that's like our first harmony i don't think we've ever harmonized before
1: i'm going first oh shit i'm obsessed with this drink uh number one is strange love pineapple sparkling water what's the difference between a sparkling water and a soda well i think soda has sugar it's like oh. a soda pop yeah okay <laughs> take it to and it's not a seltzer well it is a seltzer but it's not a hard seltzer because it's not hard it's soft okay <laughs> so it's pineapple sparkling water i don't know why i interrogated you on that exactly <laughs> <laughs> so i picked up four pack at small talk cafe in dollar chill and then bought an entire case <laughs> online and now my pantry when you open it it's just like boom like pineapple soda pineapple soda pineapple soda <laughs> and it's in my fridge everywhere it's like monica's house in friends where she opens her fridge and it's just like full of water bottles <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway it's from strange love they have a great great selection of sodas there's a really um yuzu one i know you love the salted grapefruit yeah but this is sparkling water so it's like completely sugar-free it's just a touch of flavor there's no preservatives in it um and it's just really damn refreshing it's just like, mm, I don't want to jazz up my lunch that yeah. I'm having at home every fucking day. I'm going to drink something nice with it, which is an alcoholic. I'm so glad you've got this pineapple sparkling water. <laughs> Me too. To get you through those lunch times. They have other great flavors actually in the sparkling water. They have nectarine, which I really want to try, which is, I think, a baller move to not have peach. They have mm. nectarine. Nectarine's Subtle the, difference. The superior stone fruit. Yeah. Lemon or guava and lime. Also sounds quite tropical and refreshing. So if you want something refresco and sans sugar, try that. Strange Love, pineapple sparkling water. You can buy a whole case online. Oh, next one is a fruit from my dining out adventures this week is the fermented potato bread with dashi jelly, kefir cream, and trout roe at Esther. Far out! It's so good. So this ain't no side hustle bread course. No, it's the main event. That is like three dollars whatever it's like a $13 <laughs> bread dish and it's so good
0: it treats bread with the seriousness with which it deserves frankly
1: yeah if you aren't from sydney and you're coming soon and you haven't dined at Esther in chippendale before it is all time amazing food experience in this city they have a wood-fired oven they do incredible things in there but this bread so it's like as big as like two fists stacked together. If only this was a visual medium. (laughs) She's acting it out right now. (laughs) It's warm and soft. And this is a weird way to describe bread like juicy. You know what I mean? Yeah.
0: It's it's not a dry bread. No, it's like like rich.
1: It's rich. rich. Yeah. Yeah. Super savory, puffy, slightly smoky from the wood-fired oven. And then you smear it in this sour kefir, umami, heavy dashi jelly. And you don't have to get the trout row. That's like, it's like $13 without the trout row. <laughs> and then but you want like, the trout row. If you've come this far. you've come this far, you're ordering it. You want to order the trout row with it as well. So it's like those salty pops of the row and it's far out. It's an experience. Yeah. It's so good.
0: Like you said, the hot bread and then the cold kefir and then the dashy and then mm, the salty little textural it. pops. It's just a
1: party. It's not a mouth. side vessel. This is serious yep. stuff right here. <laughs> ten right. on ten would eat ten. Of them. Cool. Number three is I have not bought anything. I've just lurked and lurked and lurked around this northern New South Wales ceramic studio called Soft Edge Studio. Much like the name Soft Edge (laughs) Studio. The wares from this really cute maker are like plates and bowls that have really nice soft edges. (laughs) Very pleasing to the eye, and I expect the fingers. So There's a lot of things in there, but the couple of things that I really like are these plates and bowls that are kind of like -like. puddle-like. They kind of look like a... They don't look like a pizza, but they look like a pizza. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, it's got a round, kind of rolled, really smooth edge and then like a sunken base. There's this jug that's, like, smooth and plump and all one piece. It almost looks blown. Yeah. It's, like, very voluptuous and sexy for a jug. <laughs> I really like the colors. Like, this is kind of, like, green, Dolmata's green color. You know oh, that, like, yeah. deep green? It's yeah. not forest green. It's not olive green. It's Dolmata's Dolmata green. <laughs> should name <even> paint colors. <laughs> and there's, like, a mustard, like, Dijon-y color, a tealy eucalyptus. It's just beautiful. I am really into it. And yeah I will buy something eventually you just need to like (laughs) like look at it decide weigh them all up add to cart click out add to cart again click out okay number four is a book that I devoured on the beach on my holiday and it's semi-gloss by Justine Cullen I've seen this one I'm just like sick for a publishing memoir takes you back takes me back Though Justine Cullen, who is the incredible ex-editor of Elle magazine and now the editor of David Jones's jones magazine isn't as salacious as i maybe would have liked for a memoir about bauer Um, having worked there you wanted the real juicy goss the stuff that legally can't be published but yeah i lapped it up i've always really really liked justine from afar she used to have a great blog called mumming in heels which was very very funny and then she just obviously got way too brilliant and busy to keep it up it's now blogs disappeared all in a book (laughs) One funny memory I have of her, which I think like gives a little bit of insight into what kind of gal Justine perhaps is like. I actually don't know her in person. But when I was working at Gourmet, the travel and food writer adrian gill you might know him as a.a gill like incredible writer such like a powerhouse and like a bit intimidating because he's so amazing came to the office and it was like a frenzy because he never comes to the office he lives in london dictated all his articles over the phone it was (laughs) it was like you know 1950s (laughs) yeah everyone was kind of like freaking out and justine came downstairs to our office kind of like shyly like walked in like clutching a wooden spoon for you to sign. And I was like, it's so cute. I love it. But she's a really, really great writer. She's really funny and self-deprecating and talks about work and parenting in this really refreshing way. She has four sons through three different relationships. So certainly not a simple home life, but really admits it's not all like glossed up or glamorous or easy. And she really owns her story. And if you after that kind of like fun rompy book with a fashion edge I really, I really liked it. I read it in like three days. That is Semi-Gloss by Justine Cullen. It's no book about trauma, but I mean... (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) If you read that, if you need a breath of fresh air, uh, read this. Okay. So my final fast five is an Instagram wreck. It is an account called Pizza Night. Pizza underscore night underscore. So it's by a woman called Patty Andrews, who is a creative, a recipe developer. One of those like slashies that does all the amazing things illustrates creative director she's living in new south wales and it's quite similar ish to the account every night of the week by lucy tweed who we recommended a few episodes ago Where just kind of recommending within the instagram caption really easy awesome weeknight recipes that are not intimidating Mm. patty has more of like a family slant to hers she has two really beautiful kids and a lot of the recipes are kid friendly but like I cook them for myself all the time. <laughs> I make her really easy riff on Dandan Dan noodles heaps. I want to make her lamb sag with heaps of grated zucchini and like minty yogurt. And just, just a really good looking chicken roll on there. It's simple, it's inspirational. <laughs> That's what like you want from an Instagram account when yeah. you're like
0: scrolling hungry before dinner with no idea what to do. Yeah, it's
1: like Tuesday. Like we have a, this Slack channel in our office. It's like, what's for dinner? And everyone's like, I don't know, what's for dinner? It's like the perfect antidote for that. So that is Pizza Night on Instagram by Patty Andrews very delicious great
0: fast five hit me okay well so this is kind of a nice thematic follow-on from your instagram rack. i want to recommend my current favorite food newsletter dishes to delight it is by writer brie graham who's actually an australian woman who lives in london she's a writer and a recipe developer and an editor and every week she kind of sends out this missive on a sunday night and she sort of writes a little bit about her life and includes a recipe that she's cooked that week and kind of goes into detail about it. Sort of like a little mini essay and then shares the recipe, usually with a beautiful still life photo that she's taken. Like her, her aesthetic for this is really charming and very English and lovely and fresh. My favorite feature is that she also does a suggested menu for the upcoming week so she'll do like you know Sunday night and she'll give you just like ideas of links to other places that you could go and find um, things to cook from um, but her recipes are just really delicious a little bit elevated but still really simple like last week in a kind of podcast newsletter inception she did a um, this delicious white bean and clam dish with tomatoes which was inspired by me mentioning clams on the podcast so she is <laughs> (laughs) listener as well but she's done like a beautiful lemon pasta it's always like kind of italian and english inspired foods kind of nigella-esque i feel because it's nothing too fussy or pretentious she just like really loves good ingredients simple techniques it's just about like feeding yourself and like taking care of yourself in that really nice way Hmm. and i just you know i love an email newsletter so this one's great and it's very beautifully designed as well so it's a pleasure to read so that's dishes to delight and we'll include a link you can sign up to that my second recommend recommendation is for a herbal tea that i've been really enjoying mm. it's called gulburn and i actually picked this up at our fave lunar apothecary with faye where i last time i was in for a facial and she always like usually has a really beautiful little pot of tea going so when you go in for a facial she'll give you a cup while you like wander around and this is Gulban is a native Australian plant, and it's actually an ancient bush medicine tea for the Alawa people who are in the Northern Territory on Alawa country. And it's like very high in antioxidants, caffeine-free. And then I was reading that it's a really rich source of calcium, magnesium, and potassium. And it's traditionally used as a type of medicine. So if you have a cold or you're unwell, this is something that they they would give you to help you kind of feel better and and recover. Mm. Um, The nice thing is the tea is actually like completely sustainably wild harvested and hand picked by the alawa people so it's sort of part of their community and i've been reading about the company and i think it was originally founded by sort of a local organization in partnership with the community but they're actively working to restructure the company to pass at least 50 percent ownership over to the traditional owners and the the community of the alawa people up there so super ethical and like community based and the tea itself i have this thing with most herbal teas where they smell amazing and then you take a sip and you're like ah
1: uh, hot water yes. <laughs> it doesn't taste That's exactly how i feel about herbal tea yeah you're like mm. and they're kind of like a bit like a grassy stranger. yeah and you don't really get
0: anything except the smell this is not like this at all it's like really citrusy almost fruity a little bit of eucalypt and it has that really like it has a really full rounded flavor you can serve it hot or cold it's cold in sydney at the moment so i'm having hot tea when i have it It's just really delicious. So that's Goulburn Herbal Tea. If you're in Sydney and near Surrey Hills, you can pick it up at Lunar Apothecary. But if not, you can actually buy it online at goulburn.com.au. Okay, number three, a very random recommendation. One of my favorite ways to procrastinate on my phone, which does not involve looking at Instagram, which I am actively trying to do less of, is drawing in the Apple Notes app. Yeah, you used to do that heaps. I used to do it heaps. You're really good with it. Pattern. It's really fun. So you might not know this. This is just the little yellow notes app on your phone if you're an iOS user. There is a function where you can click on a little pencil... And you can actually draw in it, like sketch. But do you have a stylus or you use I just use finger? my finger. I just use my finger. It's real lo-fi. Whoa. So I have other drawing apps on my phone. I've used like Paper 53. I've got this other one that I sometimes play with. But they all have different kind of brushes or strokes that you can use. And you kind of find the ones that you like the look of best. And the Apple one has the best pencil. <laughs> it's re- That sounds weird, but something about it makes even the dumbest things I draw. And I really do draw the dumbest things. Like what? Like, I'll draw a martini or uh, I've done, like, weird little cartoons of, like, suns and moons with faces. Like, it's all very cheesy and silly. Can you please, like, send these to our paid subscribers? Sure, I'll include it. I'll send it to you. They kind of look like kids' books illustrations because this, like, pencil... Stylus on the app is like just looks really good. And so everything you draw looks like semi-professional. Awesome. It's just really fun. It's something else to do on your phone that's like constructive instead of just consuming endlessly. (laughs) Personally, I find the act of just doodling or drawing things gets me into a flow state really fast. You have to concentrate. Kind of like gets me out of my head and calms me down. And yeah, it's just it's free if you've got an iPhone. So may as well play with it. So that is just drawing in the Apple Notes app, not just for celebrity apologies on Twitter. (laughs) (laughs) you can use it
1: for other things okay so my fourth (laughs) sorry i just clocked what you said why do fucking people do that i have no idea like they really do apologize by writing it out on their notes and then posting it it's a weird trope of 21st century life is the only
0: way people know how to type and screenshot is on their notes app.
1: strange okay
0: I'm glad my joke landed eventually. <laughs> we got there. Okay, number four is my most recent charity nonprofit that I've discovered and I've been supporting. It is the Daintree Rainforest Foundation showed up on my Instagram one day. I think someone I followed posted it. I just sort of clicked through a few links. It's a really small nonprofit. And what I like about it is it's sort of doing this really direct conservation action that's like so easy to understand and so clear to see where your money goes. Basically, there's a lot of land within the Daintree Rainforest in Queensland sort of being sold off for development. It's literally within like this incredible untouched ecosystem that's like 650 million years old, literally like a dinosaur on the earth. It's incredible. But because since sort of COVID happened, especially in Australia, there's been this massive shift away from living in cities and a lot of people looking for a tree change, the speed at which this land is kind of getting sold off is increasing and so what this organization does is it buys the blocks of land and conserves it so they go and they look at all the lands for sale and they find the ones that have like the most unique species the most diverse sort of ecosystems and biospheres and they just directly raise money to buy the blocks of land so you donate money and you literally buy blocks of land and buy amounts of sort of acres in the daintree rainforest for conservation purposes which is awesome so i think i just love how simple it is i've just set up a Direct deposit or a, sorry, a recurring payment every month of like thirty bucks. Just like yep yeah, keep buying land. <laughs> I want it to be there when I you know I want to go off and see it one day. And it's just felt like a nice constructive thing to be able to help and like a really direct way to kind of commit some money to something that I really care about, which yeah. is preserving perfect untouched ecosystems because there's only three percent left. So that is at rainforest for the number four dot org, and that's the Daintree Rainforest Foundation. And my last one. It's just a little tune. I love tunes. You do love a tune. This is a really sweet one. This is just one of those songs that when I listen to it, it always just makes me happy. Mm Amazing. It's Seabird by the Alessi Brothers. Mm -hmm. Came out in 1976. What a year. This is like
1: our, like, repertoire of songs that we like on this podcast is like very around this time
0: yes the 70s and 80s Out, Steely, dan. Uh, Steely dan dance all day <laughs> i like to put this on when i'm like doing some chores around the house it's like got a lot of pan flutes or <laughs> pan pipes i don't even know it's just got a little real warbling intro <laughs> it's really silly it's sweet i always end up singing along and you kind of it's very warbly like you're just like your yeah. voice has to go all wobbly it's a great song it's a great song the video clip's great it's men in tight shirts with huge hair on a, I think on an organ and a, and a keyboard. Why so, don't we put this on while we
1: say our outro? Oh, let's play it. What let's a great idea. Going. Well, you can subscribe to our newsletter, which will have all the links to everything mentioned, and you can become a paid subscriber for even more than that at highlyenthused.substack.com. Follow us on Instagram at highlyenthused. You can email us highlyenthused at gmail.com. Any
0: dating-related questions or any questions at all, send them along, and I will have an agony art column, my truest final form, <laughs> I think, <laughs> that so. i
1: have ever inspired to. Um, and see you in a couple of weeks. See you in a couple of weeks. There's road I know I must go Even though I tell myself that road is closed Like some lonely seabird You've been away from land too long are oh, too long